This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Jody Coombs, Jody's Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer of Children's Mercy. Children's Mercy is one of the great pediatric health systems in the country. I'm going to talk to her today about what she's most focused and excited about, what she's seeing with COVID and with competition, particularly in pediatrics, and a lot more. Jody, can you take a moment and tell us a bit about yourself and about Children's Mercy? Yeah, thank you, Scott. So, um, so I'm a nurse. I actually, I grew up in Las Vegas in a household of teachers. I was the first nurse in my family. I've been a nurse for 26 years in pediatrics and women's health. Um, and I've worked in some really prestigious um, children's hospitals across the country. I've been at Children's Mercy here for two years. I actually started four months before the pandemic hit. You know, my passion really is around pediatric health. And, um, and, you know, it excites me. Um, every day I come to work, I'm, I'm excited and inspired by the, the work that we see happening in, in the pediatric field. I also am inspired by the, the kids. Something different than the adult population is these, these children have such resiliency. They may be really sick, but the resiliency is just, it's just inspiring to see how they overcome such, you know, such illness in their life. So it must be fascinating. I, I want to come back to the children in Pegasus in a second. Do you ever think growing up in Las Vegas, how did you end up growing up with a family of teachers versus a family of blackjack dealers? Was that ever a discussion on the dinner table in a company town like Las Vegas? <laughs> it, it, it definitely was. Um, I think uh, my dad built swimming pools. My mom was a teacher. One of the interesting topics is I became a nurse and actually started practicing in, in the NICU and neonatal ICUs was really around these, you know, just these kids who were really sick and then they'd go to school and my mom would have to try to teach them. They'd have learning disabilities. They'd be struggling uh, with their with their school. And it was really quite an interesting discussion, um, which also inspired me to really uh, gain a much broader passion for pediatrics because, um, you know, here's my mom trying to teach them um, and, and help them through maybe some learning challenges. Um, on the same side, you know, knowing where they came from in terms of how ill they were, maybe as an infant uh, into toddlerhood and then obviously into the school age, it really uh, it led to some interesting uh, Thanksgiving uh, and holiday uh, discussions for sure. Just fascinating. And talk about what you're seeing currently with COVID-19 and competition in your neighborhood. I mean, two big different subjects, but what do you think with COVID-19? And then what are you seeing with competition in pediatrics? Yeah, I, I think with the COVID piece, you know, we didn't see COVID in children from, you know, early on, like uh, like the adult hospitals did. We, we made the same concessions. We had to kind of ratchet down our um, operations and, and that just for precautionary measures. But now we are seeing kids um, who are sick and they're quite sick, actually. We're anxious for the vaccination to be able to vaccinate kids five to 11 years. You know, I think that now that kids are back in school, um, which is a very good thing, we want to make sure that we can vaccinate these these kids and prevent them. You know, we're, we are seeing some kind of side effects of COVID in, in kids too, that we're being treated with. I know many people have heard about the uh, cardiac side effects that some of these kids are coming in with um, as a result of either having, you know, COVID um, and so we really are really staying on top of what we're seeing and trying to, again, educate the population, educate parents 
on why it's important to vaccinate their kids when uh, when appropriate so that they don't don't get COVID. I think from a competition standpoint, I think it's really, really trying to make sure that we are providing, we're providing the right care at the right location. And there are a lot of hospitals who obviously treat pediatrics, and then there's the real specialized children's hospitals uh, like Children's Mercy, who, um, who are that regional and national referral center. And I think that, you know, the, the competition really for us is regionally where we want to make sure that um, parents can bring their kids to Children's Mercy um, and that we have the right access point so they can get in, get the right care uh, for the patient. So right now we're really dealing with the COVID piece and making sure that we can get them vaccinated. As a children's health system today and in pediatrics, is the larger trend to be so highly specialized that you're so great at something that the population needs your services and you're so important in those services, or is it to be more broader based and sort of a, you know, a, a parallel to a, you know, an adult health system for children to receive people all the way from primary care through the deep specialties? What's the, what's the direction that pediatrics is taking in the country? What's your, do you have a sense of that? I think we're trying to do a little bit of both, actually. I think that especially um, a, a large uh, children's freestanding children's hospital like Children's Mercy, and there's others out in the country that are trying to be that real specialized. You have to have the right volume. You can't just do, um, you can't dabble in pediatrics and these real specialized um, care uh, pathways for kids. And so, you know, for Children's Mercy, we, you know, we know that there's other hospitals out there that can take really good care of the, the bread and butter, the basic um, care um, uh, conditions of children. But we also realize that we're, we're obligated to manage a population. And so we do partner with other hospitals so that we can help them manage the pediatric population and the, the kind of less acute kids or conditions. But we also serve kind of twofold. We, we do try to do that as well with our primary care, um, you know, taking risk on these populations so that um, we're managing healthier kids through their, their lifespan. But we also are very focused on those real acute um, conditions that not every hospital can take care of. And because we are um, a referral center for so many of them, where, whether it's our cardiac program or our cancer program, some of these real novel treatments, you know, we need to, we, you know, we, we obviously focus on that as well. So for us, it's really twofold, but we do want to make sure that if a child's getting care in another organization um, that maybe doesn't have all of the expertise like we do, that we are a resource to them um, so that every child gets the best care. Fantastic. And talk for a moment about you have this huge role at a critical pediatric health system. What are you most focused on and excited about as we end this year and start next year? Yeah, I think, I'm not sure if it excites me, but it is so essential right now. As the chief operating officer, one of the things that I think about continuously is our, is our workforce right now. They're, they're tired. There are people retiring at, um, and, and leaving the profession actually at alarming rates. And so we are really laser focused right now on our workforce, the well-being of our workforce. Uh, we have, um, we're seeing much more, you know, you asked me about COVID. We're seeing a lot of kids with behavioral health issues. And we saw this before COVID, but not to this degree. 
and they're coming in harming our staff, harming their patient or their parents. I'm sorry, and we are. It's really it's 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 a it's a national crisis. Every children's hospital that I've spoken with are dealing with the exact same thing. So we really are trying to sound the alarm bells as a children's hospital um, group of hospitals that says this is a national problem and it is a crisis. So we are working very hard on trying to figure out how we train our staff and also how we provide the best care for these children who truly are in, in behavioral health crisis situations. And so it is probably what I'm most focused on right now, along with COVID, because um, I, I don't want people to leave the profession because they're just they're burned out, they're tired, it's been a long year and a half. And so I don't know that it excites me that I have to do this, but it, I'm, in, I'm inspired by the resiliency that I'm starting to see, whether it's through programs that we're putting in place for our staff to recharge and find that resiliency to get you know, past this, you know, really difficult year and a half. So we are, um, again, probably one of the top things, well, top two things that we're doing is the behavioral health piece and then the staff well-being piece and helping people find, as we're calling it, helping find joy back in that workplace again for them. Thank you very, very much, Jody. It's, it's, it's fascinating. This is this issue of workforce, taking care of workforce, recruiting, retaining, Finding joy again in work is, is the most important focus because you can't really take care of everything else without the staff to take care of people. And so I appreciate your perspective and directness on it. Jody, as always, pleasure to speak to you and to talk about Children's Mercy, Magnificent Health System. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Have a good day.